what's happening everyone this is uncle devin the children's drum cushionist and welcome back to another edition of we nation podcast we're so glad that you're here to have some more fun and to learn something new and we got some uh, awesome artists that we're going to bring to you in just a moment but before we do that just remember that this is we nation radio podcast part of the we nation radio uh, family we nation start, stands for watoto entertainment and education and Watoto is Swahili for children. That means we bring you the best in family-friendly global beats for little feet. We're overturning the over three centuries of negative and harmful songs and imagery that has happened to children of color for all these years. And we're bringing you nothing but positive, self-affirming, and age-appropriate music. That's R&B, hip-hop, funk, jazz, reggae, go-go, calypso, African world rhythms, and more. Go to WeNationRadio.com to learn more. That's WeNationRadio.com, and you can find all the information there, and we're going to sh- uh, put the information up for you in, in just a little bit. But listen, I can't wait to bring forward my next guest. Um, this person is a teaching artist. Uh, we both are members of the Teaching Artists of the Mid-Atlantic. Uh, but not only is a teaching artist, he's the storyteller. Uh, he's uh, he's When you think about all the things that he creates for not only for children, for families, for adults, uh, he's worldwide. In fact, he's also the grandson of the one and only uh, Cab Calloway. We're going to talk a little bit about that, but on his own, he has his own history. Please welcome to the We Nation podcast, the one and only Peter Brooks. Welcome to We Nation. (laughs) Thank you, Uncle Devin. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Man, this has been great. I've been looking to have you on for some time, and um, and it's just been an honor to to know you and get to know, uh, shared many different platforms with you. Well, you know what, Uncle Mm -hmm. Devin? I feel good because this morning I had oatmeal and apples for breakfast and when you have that when you eat right you feel right don't you i love it i i in fact i probably will have some oatmeal and i like to put my raisins and cinnamon in it yeah i like the real old i mean making it from scratch not some of that stuff you know i I like this stuff the homemade stuff so that's so you uh, and i love that and you you say with the apples that's a great way to start the day yeah eat healthy y'all eat there you go good health is happiness that's for sure Well, listen, Peter, tell the audience a little bit about who you are. Who is Peter Brooks? Oh, thank you, Uncle Devin. Yeah, I am a storyteller. I'm a person who just likes to help people whenever I can. And I help people by telling them stories and also leading them in things called guided meditations, where I give positive suggestions and offer, you know, positive ways of looking at your life. Wow. Yeah. And so I hope it really helps people. That's why I'm doing it. I'm a helper. Oh, wow. So you're a helper. So you love to be able to give. And you know, mm-hmm. the, it, it, there's the, the, the universal principle that says that the more you give, you automatically receive. And wow. that's just uh, that just kind of how it goes around, you know, and that, that's, how, that's why it's always important to give, not to, to, to receive, but it's always more important to be able to help other people. And you help yeah. people out a lot in, your, in the work that you do. As a teaching artist, what do you do? How would you describe that? Well, one of the things I do, I work with veterans. These are the soldiers who have come home from war. And I try to help the veterans to, if they're feeling very strong feelings or if they're in a lot of pain, I try to help them to have a positive distraction from that pain. 
And it's the same thing with the storytelling that I do for young people. If you're feeling some kind of way, if you can sit down and listen to a story, well, it can change your emotions and make you feel better pretty fast. Absolutely. Well, you know, stories is, is this a long history of that, especially going back to the uh, uh, non-Western traditions in Africa mm-hmm. and Asia, mm-hmm. but being able to tell stories and be able to captivate the mind. Yeah. Um, and so when you talk about that, if someone is listening and let's say they want you to come into schools, is there a particular age range that you like to focus on when it comes to schools? And I know you say you deal with veterans, so veterans, of course, can be of any age. Um, yeah. But uh, is there a particular age group that you work with? Because I know you're part of the uh, you're on the Maryland State Art Council's um, uh, artist roster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So talk a little bit about that. I really like working with middle schoolers, but I also will work with elementary schoolers as well. So, um, but primarily in that range. And then again, with the adults, as we said, so good. Wow. Now, one of the things you always do, you do it on uh, many of your pages is that you give and pay homage to the uh, original uh, landowners mm-hmm, of, mm-hmm. Of, the, of America. Talk a little bit about uh, why that's important oh, and, wow. and, and, and what you what you do in that area. Thank you for that question, Uncle Devin. You are so good to me. Thank you. So I was born in a place called Michigan Park in Washington, D.C., which is near a kind of a famous place called Brooklyn. And all the people who were born in that area before there was the state of Maryland were under or loyal to the historic Piscataway chief, who is called the Tyak. And the Tyak ruled the land before there was Maryland, and he followed loosely along what was known as the Great Law of Peace. And I think we somehow have forgotten or we don't pay enough attention to the country and the lifestyle and the things that were important to people before Maryland was started or the District of Columbia. And so I try to share those things, what I know of those things, and I hope that people find them useful because I do. (laughs) So, yeah. Well, that's awesome. And I know that um, you had uh, in some of your write up, I saw you mentioned something about the American Indian movement, which we both Mm -hmm. have uh, experience working with. Talk a little bit about the American Indian movement. Great. Well, you know, boys and girls, when you want to get something done, it's usually important to have other people who agree with you and, and, and see things the way you do. And that's the way the American Indian movement is. It's a group of people, American Indians, and I'm affiliated with the Piscataway tribe, who come together and we see things and we want to see justice for all of our people. And we try to help people when they're in trouble. And when and we also try to do good things for people, you know, whenever we can. And so, yes, the American Indian Movement is a really important organization. It's similar to, let's say, the NAACP or the Anti-Defamation League. We're there to help people when they're in trouble or when things are done that are not fair. We come together as a group and we speak as one voice, many people, and it's stronger than if you just speak by yourself. You know, I was looking for my uh, pen. I have an AIM pen that was given to me by wow. uh, the, the late Vernon Belcourt, uh, wow. uh, Waba Nanini. Uh, and whenever he, well, not whenever, but most times when he came into town, he would stay here at my house. Uh, and I was organizing with uh, some Pan-African organizations at the time, and we were doing all of our anti-Columbus work. 
Uh, we were meeting with members at the D.C. Council mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. to get them to change the name or help fight the, against the change the name of the Washington football team. So we did a lot of work together and they taught Gosh. me so, so much. Uncle Devin, you are such a good person. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> it's really important, I think, that, you know, we're not doing this to hurt. We're doing this so that no one ever has to go through it ever again. Absolutely. And that's why, yeah, Absolutely. I enjoy working with you. Oh, thank you. And I'll, I'll have to send, send you a link because I have when Wobble and Nanini came here and spoke, I think it was in 2006, I had had him to come to speak at a church. Uh, and I introduced him and um, and he was phenomenal. It was just it was great. But but let's get back to your storytelling. I, sure. I now I understand you are an awesome storyteller. I've heard your stories and I didn't know whether or not you can share a little bit with us. Um, give us a little exa example of how you do stories. Oh, excellent. Excellent. This is a very short story. And it is a story that is a Yoruba story. It comes from West Africa, but it shows you the oneness of all people. So in this story, it takes place long ago during a time when the sun and the moon were married to each other. Now, the sun and the moon had many, many children. The boys were just like their father, the sun, full of energy, going from one end of the earth to the other, lighting up everything and bringing warmth. But the daughters were just like their mom, the moon, quiet and just steady, graceful and gentle. Well, the boys, they wanted to be just like their father. So all the little sons came together to form a great big son. And when the father saw this, he said, boys, what are you doing? And the boy said, dad, we want to be like you. We want to be in the sky and go from east to west every morning and bring the light of a new day. But their father said, no, you cannot go back. There is room for only one sun in the sky and it is me. And the boys refused to listen so the son got so mad, he went after his boys and he was going to kill them. And the boys who had formed one big son, knowing that their father was coming after them and very angry, they dispersed and ran in all different directions to try to get away from their father. Well, their grandmother, Umoja, the goddess of the streams, saw what happened. And when each of the little sons dove into the streams or into the water, Umoja turned them into a fish. And so the son was not able to get to his boys because they all turned into fish with the help of their grandmother. But... The girls were sitting there with their mother, the moon, and they are still there to this day, gentle, quiet, and waiting while the boys are in the water swimming as fish today. And they're still active and full of energy to this day. And that is why there are fish in the ocean and there are stars in the sky because they are the children of the sun and the moon. 
Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. And I think what's what's important for, for boys and girls to realize is, are is your personality, are you like the sun or are you like the moon? When you come into a room, do you say hello to everybody and everyone knows you're there? Or do you come into a room and you're a quiet person and you're going to observe? And sometimes you have to be like the sun and sometimes you have to be like the moon. Absolutely. It's called surviving. Yes. Knowing yeah. your environment. That's awesome. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny that, um, you know, many times in order for me to go to sleep, I love to do meditation. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there looking at this meditation um, on my meditation app. It's called Insight Timer that I download onto my phone. I'm scrolling through to look for some to listen to. And who do I see but Peter Brooks? <laughs> yeah, talk a little bit about you on uh, uh, as a guided meditation on this particular guided Excellent. meditation app. Excellent. Now the guided meditations are mostly for adults, but children can enjoy them too. Mm -hmm. But they, I try to give people positive suggestions while they're completely relaxed and open to them, so that no negative thoughts come in, and you're just getting all positivity for the few minutes that the meditation lasts. And the storytelling is really good if you want to sleep. You know what Uncle Dev and I find? If I listen to a story and I'm trying to go to sleep and I listen to it to the end, if I try to retell the story with my eyes closed after the story is finished, I'll mm -hmm. fall asleep. Wow. I will fall asleep because you're, you're so occupied trying to think of all the details in the story that your mind just gets so tired. Yes. Just drift off to sleep. But, but that's what we want. We want to let the worries of the day go away and we just kind of go into uh, allow our bodies to do what it's supposed to do. And that is sleep. Now, I want to talk to you a little bit about your grandfather. Oh. And you have another amazing story about your grandfather and his sister, I believe it is. But you're, yes. you're the grandson of Cab Calloway. Yes. Talk a little bit about that and how uh, Give I think you have some information you want to share with us about that. Oh, gosh. Cab Calloway was the first African-American to uh, sell a million records from a single song in 1931. And he became one of the greatest musicians and was really influential for a lot of people who followed him. People like Michael Jackson and Marvin Gaye and stuff. But the thing I think that's so interesting about Cab Calloway and his sister, his sister also, she had gone before him and paved the way for him to follow and become a great musician. But the thing I think that's interesting about him is most of his music, almost all of his music is really good children's music. And it's all designed to show you the beauty of life. And that's why I really like his music. And I try to do something to try to continue his, his philosophy. It's really fun. Awesome. And I know that you said with his sister, who was also very, mm -hmm. but I believe she made also a sacrifice mm -hmm. uh, so that Cab Calloway can have that career. Or do you, do you care to share that story or? Yeah, well, he, she was older than him. And when when he was looking for a job to try to get singing and stuff like that, she introduced him to her friend, whose name was Louis Armstrong. And Louis Armstrong really liked my grandfather and he gave him his first job and he trained him for, for several months to get him up to speed on what it takes to have a band and to be responsible for a show. So it's a story of 
each person helping another person along the way. And that's what I think is really beautiful about it. And he had a 70-year career as an entertainer and a singer. 70 years. Yeah. And he was also one of the first people in animation, one of the first people rotoscoped. Yes. So, yeah, he has a lot Absolutely. of history. Well, thank you for sharing that. And, and it's great to see that you're uh, also in the film, uh, in the field, Yep. arts and really focusing on telling stories because yeah. he told stories and the call and response was just awesome which yeah. i believe helped us here where we both uh grew up in in washington dc with mm -hmm. uh, the dc gogo music and the call and response there we hear a lot of his cadences a lot of the things that he inspired uh in gogo -Go music as we communicate with the crowd so yeah 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 and i think the important thing for young people to realize is that working together listening to your parents it makes life a lot easier, Absolutely. even with the children of the sun and the moon. You know, yes. if the boys had listened to their dad, we'd still have a bunch of little sons today. Absolutely. So I want to make sure if people want to reach you, they can do so. I'm posting yep. up your uh, email address. Uh, can you share your email address? Yes. Brookspeter at MSN.com. I think it would be great to hear from you. And mm -hmm. I just look forward to working together again, hopefully. All right. Examine. Great. And again, you can go to YouTube and look up Guided Meditations with Peter Brooks. And there you can hear and see more uh, wonderful things that Peter is doing. Peter, thank you so much for being on the show today. This has been awesome. I can't wait uh, to, to a time when you and I can work together. Uh, we're both here in the DMV area, so it, it will be real easy to do so. But I'm wishing you nothing but the best. Continue telling stories. Uh, and if there's ever anything that we can do here at We Nation Radio to help you, just let us know. Thank you, Uncle Devin. I wish you the best, too. Thank Bye. you so much. Bye-bye. Wasn't that awesome? That was the one and only Peter Brooks here on We Nation Radio. And again, I want you to know that you can check out our podcast uh, on pretty much on any streaming platforms, including, including Spotify, Pandora, Google Podcast, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, uh, and you can just go to uh, Amazon Alexa and uh, and ask for We Nation Radio. But listen, I got to get out of here. This has been another wonderful edition here of We Nation Radio. And as I always say, don't forget that life is a drum. So beat it. <laughs>